Hello, and welcome to Some Thoughts with Sura. I'm your host, Sura Hertzberg, and I want to welcome you back for the second episode. Woohoo! Um, I haven't really thought about what I was going to talk about for this episode, but I noticed that it's been a week since I posted the first one, although I haven't publicized about it anywhere, so, uh, so I will do that after I've posted a couple, but, um, I just wanted to see if I could be consistent here and do a weekly situation. Um, I just came back from a five-day meditation retreat. It took place on Orcas Island and was with Uh, these mentors and teachers that I've had for the last 10 years. Wow. Um, Joel and Michelle Levy. And I've been feeling really blissed out and, um, and very like recentered and focused, um, which is an incredible feeling. And after I left the retreat, I, I went back into Seattle traffic and because um, it's, you know, on the islands, in the San Juan Islands. And I was doing Tonglen, um, a Tonglen practice, like breathing in the, the angst and the intensity of the city and breathing out just like pure love and, um, and like calming energy. Um, And also kind of like coming off of this um, sort of feeling of high and rebalancing. Um, I had this memory from other workshops that I've been to um, more in the realm of like conscious um, movement and sexuality where um, but also like at Burning Man or, or other kind of like um, festival type settings where there's this awareness or this kind of um, talk of the come down and the reintegration process. And we talked about it um, with the Levies. There was a conversation about how to bring this um, work back with us and, and not lose sort of the spark and the sparkle. Um, and Joel and Michelle offered, um, three ways of integrating and continuing the practice, which were have a daily, um, relationship with the teachings and a daily practice, um, connect with community and, connect with nature and go out and be inspired by nature daily. One of the things they said was that um, the way that we can honor them and their teachings is by sharing them, by practicing them, by um, talking about them and relaying them to the people that we love in our lives. And so that's what I'm doing right now. Although I don't know you, I still love you. Um, And I... 
there was a conversation about like sort of not being too hyped up and overbearing with the good word or like, you know, the message of like, well, have you heard about meditation? Wow. It's so amazing. Um, I, I really understood what they were getting on because so often, how many of you have experienced this? I'm sure some of the people that are going to tune in here are, um, are, you know, daily meditators, but also I'm sure some of you are not. And, um, that's okay too. But how often have you had some sort of an issue or a psychological problem or just something going on in your life and your friends who are meditators say, oh, well, have you tried just like sitting still and thinking about like nothing for a little while? It really helps. Have you tried breathing? And the fact is it does really help. And I appreciate the Levies so much for providing this like really diverse context for how meditation can happen. Um, one of my teachers at CIIS also um, presented us with this sort of, we were talking about self-care and we were talking about, yeah, meditation, like sitting, you know, doing a 10 minute or a 20 minute, you know, or five minute, whatever, if that's all you can can muster, um, you know, or an hour or whatever you, you can, um, handle. And, and my teacher, Nancy Arvold was like, yes, this is an incredible practice. And, um, you know, for some people it doesn't work to just sit there and breathe. Um, for some people it doesn't work to try and empty your mind or, um, you know, imagine whatever it is, um, whatever kind of meditative practice that you're doing. And, um, so we walked through, you know, other, other practices of self-care, other ways to, um, to sit with, um, instead of trying to avoid or run away from. And, um, yeah, so one thing I really loved, um, that Joel and Michelle presented, um, is this idea of like a 30 second meditation, um, and essentially just let's, I'm going to, I'm going to try practicing it with you. We've got a couple more seconds and basically just breathing in and out in regular time and just trying to let thoughts, um, not, not like hold on to these thoughts in your mind, but let them flow through, um, and pass like balloons letting go, letting go. And when a thought comes up, you just breathe your next breath and you let go. So we're going to begin right now. Just breathing in and out. When a thought pops up, just let it go. No attachment. Just sitting in peace and calm. And now it's over. You can relax in your seat for a little while. Just sit back, think normal thoughts, breathe normal breaths. 
we're gonna go again in about five seconds and it'll be another 30 second quick meditation here we go releasing any part of your body that feels tense Letting your thoughts pass by like the waves on the sand. And again, you can sit back and relax. So I really loved this just like brief meditative state that you can drop into. Um, I remember my grandma, she passed away when I was 16, um, and we were never very close, but, but she, um, was close with my mom and, you know, had this really strong presence and sort of a lot of stories of my life. Um, and as she was dying, she had cancer for the last, maybe like five or six years of her life. Um, she would just like every every now and then we'd be sitting around and laughing and playing music or hanging out or having dinner she'd just sit back in her chair and just close her eyes and do some deep breathing for you know like 30 seconds or a minute at a time and it was just a part of her kind of presence and relaxation and um way of 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 creating mindfulness in her own life um and I love that acceptance um, of her and of the rest of the family of like, you know, this is just what, what one might do, a choice that you can make. Um, so yeah, don't want to get too preachy about it. Don't want to go too intense. Just want to give you a little bit of uh, tools for your toolkit. Um, and just like a moment of encouragement to, you know, use what's inside of you, um, to help yourself live in peace and, um, recenter and ground. And my two takeaways from this weekend, um, and, you know, they sort of correlate with some intentions that I'm setting or that I've set. Um, but, but my two takeaways were, number one, the work that I do internally. Um, you know, the, the, the work that I'm doing is for the benefit of all beings. Um, I'm not just, you know, doing this work for me. I'm doing it in service to the rest of humanity, etc. Um, and I think that that's an important component for me, at least, and I don't know if others feel this way, that I can get really bogged down in my own um, process and practice and kind of um, not see past the tip of my nose and, and forget that I'm, that I'm actually joining with others and that my internal processing, especially in a therapeutic context, which feels so uh, like internal and sort of 
you know, deep and doing all this depth work. And I know that it's in service to the next generation, you know, for example. Um, but it's also in service to, you know, laterally to the, the people, um, you know, to my right and left. That's horizontally, not laterally. But both. <laughs> both and all of it. And that is a huge reminder for me. Um, and I think that in this, like, yin-yang sort of-esque relationship, um, like, I need in my personal processing a, a, a drop of um, this interrelationality and this, this work for the benefit of all beings. And vice versa, or, or conversely, in my, um, you know, broader sort of interconnected spiritual work I need to be present myself and I need to be bringing myself in a mindful way in order to reach out and have the work um, you know happen and uh, have effect in the way that I that that I would like for it to happen Um, and so those inner inner lying dimensions are really important Um, and that's a, so that's an intention also for me is to remind myself that the work that I'm doing internally is in service. Um, and my other takeaway, um, is to be fully embodied and to listen with my whole self. Um, in connection and communication with people. As a very social being um, and somebody who, you know, enjoys and will make a life of talking to people and connecting with people or has made a life so far, will make a career out of it um, as a psychotherapist or group facilitator or all of the above, workshop leader, whatever I end up doing, and more. Um, I recognize that there are times when I'm listening with my ears or I'm listening sort of with one ear and doing something else with the rest of me. Um, or, for example, who can attest to this? Sometimes I'll be talking on the phone with somebody and I'll be on Instagram or I'll be texting because I'll remember I have to do this thing or make a note in my um, calendar app or whatever it is. And that, you know, this sort of split listening. Um, but even in person, I notice I can do that. I can get wrapped up in my head. I can get, um, you know, future oriented. I can latch on to some sort of story that I'm telling myself and my intention and um you know takeaway again from this workshop is to really listen with my full body and be fully present so I hope that you enjoy a couple of these things and take some of them home with you um, and that it wasn't too preachy or that it was the right kind of preachy. Did you know? Somebody told me this. So I, I also gave a small talk on psychedelic assisted psychotherapy, um, which is something I'm really interested in. 
and looking at mindfulness in um, a psychedelic uh, space, especially in like a psychedelic working space. And I will talk about that more. So don't worry. If this is like pricking up your ears and turning you on, do not worry. I will absolutely have an episode or two or many about this. Um, But someone was telling me that if you're a, a lot of the, gosh, there's like, how do I say uh, succinctly the things I'm trying to say? If you're a clergy member or somehow you have like a, like religious, um, credentials, you can get trained and certified to be a psychedelic assisted psychotherapist in this country, Um, which is awesome because I thought formerly that you had to be a medical doctor or a um, licensed therapist or social worker somehow um, licensed in that realm. And to know that you don't have to be and that it's rather easy to get licensure around being a spiritual teacher, which I mean, hello is also bullshit. And that's what I, that's sort of where my mind was going is like, oh God, this like these hoops we have to jump through and, um, all of this like weird, um, like responding to like these state legislation that we have to, um, you know, prove somehow that we're like good shamans, um, that, you know, we're learned shamans, like blah, blah, whatever. It's going to be really interesting. Wait for some next episodes on psychedelic assisted psychotherapies and go listen to other ones. There's some really, really interesting, um, podcasts and information out there in the world, um, which I will give you some more of that, um, uh, directing towards some literature when I have my talk, um, about this next time. And just the point I was making here is, um, you know, we're, we're at this really interesting precipice of, um, a lot of this work being, uh, legalized and formalized, but also readily available and utilized in certain therapeutic contexts, um, and, you know, it's, it's really exciting what we're doing here. So stay tuned for that. Um, I hope you practice some breathing and I will try and interlace that in a little bit more um, because I'm, I think it's really crucial to, um, to my own practice, my own work. And being with you all here, it's a good reminder to just breathe. <laughs> Release your butthole. A dance teacher once told me that. That was one of my favorite things. The best, like, tiniest meditative practices. Are you holding your butthole? Release it. So I'll leave you with that, my dear ones. Have a beautiful week. I will see you next one. Ciao.